Joe, what do you call it when two men fight over a hooker? Mm, I don't know. A tug of war. Uh, okay. Uh, what does it mean if a man remembers the color of a woman's eyes after just one date? What? She has small boobs. And Is that from the Bill Cosby joke book? <laughs> no, no, these women were awake. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I'm Jacques. Joe. And this is Carnival Personnel Podcast. Joe, how are you? Great, because I'm just dipping into some of this this uh, French onion dip and um, just living life. Did loving you, did, it, living it. La Vida Loco. Living La Vida Loca. And I'm just happy that this is the final podcast. I. <laughs> I'm sad that it has to end this way. <laughs> They're going out with a bang. <laughs> wow. Um, breaking news. Anyways, so let's get right into it. So Joe, as I walked in here, was telling me you've been watching a Batman marathon. Or no, to be specific, a Joker marathon. What what network? This morning, it was IFC. They usually run Batman episodes in the morning on Saturday morning because for the man children. Right. The adult children. Like the Lord meant it to be. Mm -hmm. But because of Joker being released this weekend in theaters, they call this the real Joker Marathon, where you had Cesar Romero's classic Joker interpretation, the original, the OG (laughs) Joker. Um, And it was great. I only saw two episodes because I had things to do. But there there were two episodes that included both Joker and Catwoman and Batgirl. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Played by? Uh, uh, Judy Newmar? No, no, no. I'm talking about Batgirl. Oh, I don't remember. Yvonne Craig. I see. Um, I remember. Hot. Uh, Polly Dead. No, I don't right. know. I shouldn't say that. And of course, she was Barbara Gordon. Mild-mannered what? Uh, librarian. Yeah. Yes, daughter of Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the in the comic book world, do you, do you know what happened? You said... Barbara Gordon. Well, in The Killing Joke, she was kill- shot by the Joker in the back and paralyzed and became Oracle. Bam! There you go. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, we, 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 did, we did our 80th Batman, but uh, Batman is still uh, st- still pretty much on my mind <laughs> 24-7. But this Sunday, or yesterday, premiered on the CW a new uh, The Batwoman uh, with a cameo appearance of one Rachel Maddow. Aha! Yeah, I saw she plays... Was it like something Fairchild? Yeah, Yvette Fairchild or something like that. And it's it's you know it's kind of funny because uh, you know we've talked before about it. I love all the CW, uh, you know the 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 DC shows, but they do really. And I'm not saying this in a bad way, but they really go out of your way to say, "Hey, we are inclusive. We have a gay person or a lesbian person, you know, on each and every one of these shows, and we make sure." That you know it. <laughs> it's like we beat you over the head until you say, see, see, that's a woman and she likes other women and that's a dude and he likes other dudes. And what I say to that is, can the people in caves just beat up the bad people and then move on? No, <laughs> no, we got to honestly, you know, people when people have not been represented on TV for so fucking long and so marginalized and also villainized. You know, what the fuck? You're going to have this sort of pandering or turnaround when it comes to the uh, minorities or uh, the other, you know, people who are not straight white dudes. You know, it's, 
and some shows do it out, you know, more blatantly than others. You know, on the Flash, the the guy, the the police commissioner, like he's married to a dude, and like two or three times, you're like, oh, we have to get to that burning building. That's where my husband is. And then there's other shows where they just go way out of the way to make it a big plot point and a storyline. Anyway, so Batwoman in the comics is gay. The the actress who plays Batwoman, Ruby Rose, is gay and, and almost fucking like killed herself doing a stunt. Right. And nope. then and then she had to have surgery done, and she t- like she videotaped it and put it on the the interwebs for people to see. And it's but think about uh, that. No, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it's funny because you know same with Tom Hollis when he you know as Spider Man, and there's been several times where they've had to like pull him back from doing stunts, and, and even in a, his audition, like he he did a backflip, you know, and like. Yeah, we have people to do that. You know, it's like you're in the costume. No one knows. We got other people to do that. We need you to say the lines. You yeah. know. Speaking of Spider-Man, last night I was, for some reason, uh, craving some old school Spider-Man. But that being um, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So I watched Spider-Man 2 with, uh, with, my, uh, with my son, the good one. And <laughs> we, he knows who he is. And, man... There's a lot of breaking glass in that movie. A lot. Like, I, I, honestly, I was waiting for Annie Lennox to walk in. <laughs> That's how, there was a lot of breaking glass. But honestly, I thought, you know, in the 2000s, I thought that that might be the second best superhero movie of the 2000s going into it. Coming out of it, I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe. Um, I'm going to maybe push that down to the third best because it kind of doesn't hold up as well as I thought it did. It's it's really cheesy. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, out of the Spider-Man movies, and then, you know, because the Andrew Garfield's ones were universally panned and stuff like that, and where Spider-Man 3 was... Um, Experimental at best. Right, right. It's like, did they bring in a Bollywood director? Because there, th- there were yeah. three elongated dance scenes. Yeah. You know, and that... Excuse me, I didn't even realize until it was brought to my attention by my son after the movie that there was a deleted scene of Spider-Man 2 where uh, J. Jonah Jameson puts on the bat, the spider suit and like s- pretends to sling his web around his office. And I'm glad they cut it out, but it was still fun to see. It's fun to see, but in the context, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it those movies, I think 1 and 2 came out pre-Batman uh, Begins. And 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 that kind of changed and and it, really it was pre Superman Returns and really raised the bar as far as you know what those movies can be and should be and then of course like Iron Man comes out in two thousand eight and it's like yeah that's probably that's the second best movie so you got Dark Knight Iron Man then maybe Spider Man two as like the t- the top three superhero movies of the two thousands. Um, but but back to you were talking about just before we turned it on. I'm like, wait, why do you wait three minutes till we hit the mic? Um, you were talking about the story about how the end of th- season three of Batman, the, the Batman sixty six, they they pretty much were like not really trying with the sets and everything. And yeah, I mean, it was like Batman. If done in your imagination, there's a lot of uh, black backgrounds. I mean, it's it's people who are fans of Batman know that for, to be the case. But it was just, it was just funny to see it, not having seen it in a long time. How they're supposed to be on this island with a lighthouse, 
and they're outside, and you could clearly tell that they're not outside because the sky has a corner. (laughs) 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 You know, it's like a dark blue room with a cardboard cutout of what's supposed to be nighttime, a nighttime view of a city skyline, very minimalistic at best. But um, yeah, that's it. Was just uh, there's a lot of Batman going on with Joker coming out, and, and then the show gets canceled. All right, two weeks later. Yeah, oh, right. So the show gets canceled a couple of weeks later as they're trying to shop around for maybe another network. They basically run out of time as far as you know paying the rent on the space in which they're storing this eight hundred thousand dollars set that they build for the Bat Cave and everything else. And the show's over. They really aren't in production anymore. There's no light at the end of the tunnel for their show, so they have to make room for the next show. It's the 60s, and who gives a fuck? You know, time is money. Mime is money, as we learned later. And they have to bulldoze the set. Two weeks later, NBC comes around and says, hey, if you have the sets, you know, we might be interested in taking on Batman. No. 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 And, and just the thought of those sets... I know you can't keep things around forever, but for just imagine... Knowing now what we know, it, it, knowing now how iconic that show is, being you know on the set in like imagine operating the bulldozer in 1968. Right, right. And you're like you know you have to bulldoze this, and you but you're from the you're from now, you know, and like somehow you quantum leap back in time into the body of the guy doing the bulldozer. No, couldn't go to work that day. Right, that's the, that would be the way you would leap out of it, you know, like. When Quantum Leap, Sam had to leap into somebody and correct history and do something, put right what once went wrong. That would be my mission. So if I, if my fan fiction for Quantum Leap <laughs> would be anything, it would be to leap into the body of the bulldozer operator on the day of demolition of the Batman 66 set. And then I would um, shoot myself. <laughs> I mean, you, I would leap out, you, you but the guy that. that I leaped into would be dead. But honestly, he turned out to be a mass murderer anyway, anyway in the right. future. So. Yeah, I'm guessing construction worker in the 60s probably was going to die three, four years later anyway, so he was a lung cancer. That man turned out to be David Berkowitz. <laughs> you always find the light at the end of the tunnel, and that light's a train. <laughs> uh, so with that said, I have not seen it, but I do plan on seeing Joker by the time we speak next. So it's going to be a big week for me one way or another. I'm either going to Saudi Arabia on Thursday or not. Still less than a week away. That's the way I live my life too, man. You're <laughs> speaking to the you're preaching to the choir here as far as not knowing whether you're going to be leaving the country for <laughs> another oppressive regime. And I uh, said another. Another. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I want to go someplace like... Uh, Less, less fucked up. Something right, something more, somewhere a place more progressive. Yes, thank you. Um, but I do. I, it's going to be one of those things because it's tough because with the boys, you know, and it's one of those movies the wife wants to watch together and we get to see each other, you know, maybe 14 minutes every three weeks without the boys. To, so it's going to have to be one of those things where in the middle of the day, like meet for like an 11 o'clock, like, you know, matinee and, and you know get that in because I'm trying really hard not to hear as much as I can but from all accounts it's supposed to be pretty great see I'm in a crossroads because I know nobody in my family is going to want to see you well maybe maybe my son I might have to work it out because I was thinking of just like going to see the alone but then I thought wait a minute middle-aged white guy kind of nerdy could possibly be an incel going to see Joker probably in the middle of the day alone 
Um, yeah, that talk about profiling. <laughs> Ways is black, you know, just maybe don't go dressed as a clown. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, and I don't even know how the rumor got started that it was supposed to. That movie is supposed to incite all kinds of violence. That, well, I mean, it's not even a rumor; it's a fear. It's something that you connect the dots. You see what happens in society lately, and then it's a correlation. It's not a causation. You know what I mean? It's not like the, there. If there is any violence that comes after this movie's released, and it's somehow attributed to the Joker, I mean, you can you can. It's almost like when you look back at Nostradamus's predictions. And then, like, see, he predicted 9-11 because he said uh, a tower or, you know, like, you know, and you can kind of connect the dots backwards and reverse engineer these predictions. You could probably do the same thing if something bad happens a week from now, God forbid. Right, that somebody saw this or... Yeah, and then they, but what also doesn't help is that uh, that guy at the Aurora, you know, Illinois movie theater... Right. ...went up and he was attributed... He, he was nicknamed the Joker because he had orange hair. And he went to shoot up the Dark Knight Rises, right? Was uh, I think it was Dark Knight. Dark I don't Knight think it was Rises. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, but it, there's that memory. I mean, it was, uh, that's a that's a vivid memory. And that's a that's a like a a milestone in the gun recent gun violence in America is movie theater shooting, loner white guy, and it's about a movie. It's a movie about a loner white guy who causes violence. So, you know. And then you, you try to think back, well, like, did any other movie get that was similar to Joker in tone ever incite violence? And you have to look back and say, yeah. Yeah, John Hinckley. Oh. Taxi Driver. That's right. You That's know? right. Um, and so it's like there is precedent. There's precedent for everything. Right. right but, but it's, it's it, either that or it's, it's, this week it's Joker. Two weeks ago it was video games. Next week it will be the new Twisted Sister album. But I don't think Twisted Sister is putting a new album. But it's never guns. No. It's, no, no, no. It, 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 but it, it's, it's, it's the video games and it's the, uh, it's the migrants coming over the border that we got to watch out for. Right. It's good. They're the ones. Because now the commies are our friends. Right. Right. It used to be the commies. No. Now they're the good guys. Right. So anyway, before we sink into that sinkhole. Uh, what else fun is happening? Uh, uh, Bernie Sanders had a heart attack. Oh, okay. You know, which is. Wait, did he have a heart attack or a heart attack? Act, act, act? <laughs> you ought to know by now. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, you know. Seventy-nine-year-old guys help up. You know, it, it's 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 not funny, but it's just again, it's one of those things where he'll be eighty if he was to take office. You know, when it happens, and you don't want to be ageist, but you know, he just has a heart attack yet. This, but it's the same thing. Like Hillary had missed, like she had like fourteen engagements in the span of like four days, and took a day off because she had a cold. And the media just ha- has this fucking frenzy of like, and then of course you know shithead pounced on it. It's like you know she doesn't have the strength to do it. All this stuff, unhealthy and all that. But Bernie's gets you know Bernie got nothing but get well soon. 
So, yeah. Well. Is that bad? <laughs> Wait, do you, are you are you missing the good old days of when the media would blow something like that out of proportion? No, I'm I'm just saying if Elizabeth Warren got a cold today, it would be the same thing with her. You know, I, I'm oh, just you think saying, it's a I think sexist. it's a double standard you sexist, think it's a sexist thing. Thing. Right. right. You know, he's a fighter. You know, he's going to get through this where she is like old and fragile and too old for this and sickly. But uh, but it doesn't seem like it's that big a thing. He should be back campaigning within like the next couple of days, they said. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, it. Uh, I don't wish the guy well. I mean, I. Um, I do want to say that you don't want to be ageist, but Jimmy Carter certainly is ageist. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear. Did he? Have- oh, like about a week ago, he said, uh, you know, he he would rather there not be a president that's going into their 80s and starting to take take on the mantle of being the president of the United States. Like he's like me, you know, if even if I were 15 years younger and he's 95, he's like I wouldn't want to be president. Because it just there's a lot of stress and oh right yeah, well I mean, we talk about that you look at all the you know what you look like going into the office and coming out like even Barack who who is a great looking guy but it's like those eight years look like he aged twenty yeah I mean I think I mean Donald Trump he's all fake anyway so yeah, he's, yeah. Gonna, he's no, gonna be I the mean, one president look like a big piece of shit going in yeah he's just gonna be a fatter piece of shit coming out uh, but uh. But well, that, that, I don't know how much fatter he'll get. It depends if he starts eating babies. Go on. You didn't. You didn't see. So AOC has a town hall meeting. You, uh, are you looking at me? You you really don't know about this? No, uh, I, was, you, I was too broken up about Bernie's heart attack to even look at the news. <laughs> you, you'll have to uh, check it out. And I'm dead serious when I tell you this. It sounds again like something out of the onion or just made up. She's doing a town hall. Taking questions, and a woman stands up, and she starts first thanking her for being serious about, you know, the green agenda and being serious about this. But we only have a couple months to fix all this, or the world's going to end. And AOC could not be calmer, could not be more polite. It's like, well, I think we have a little. And the lady starts ranting that there's too many people and blah blah blah. And you know, we just have to start eating the babies because there's way too many people, and and you can't do that. The planet's not supposed to have seven and a half million billion people, and blah blah blah. And you have to eat the babies. And instead of you know arguing with her or whatever, I mean, she wasn't or calling her a wingnut. She handled it. It's like as best as you could. I mean, clearly this is a person that's not well. Um, and, but AOC didn't freak out and you know didn't go running away and but as calmly as she could say no I think you know we have more than a couple months and we you know uh, but no I'm really surprised you didn't hear the eat the babies and then a couple other you know the right wing was some people were taking credit for that it's like being a plant and it was it's like no it was clearly just some somebody who's uh, was having a rough day you know I think she was a um a lobbyist for Big Dingo. <laughs> the Dingo ain't my baby. Uh, and speaking of Elizabeth Warren, did you see her being like chased through the airport by the mega douchebags? She was no. Uh, I, man, I am way too broken up about Bernie's heart. I, I understand. I understand. You know, it, it's nothing. It's it's. She's walking to a gate and about like you know walking into the airport and you know going to security and about like. 10 flag waving, mega out, big Trump sign people like following, like chasing behind her. And that was, I'll be honest, I was really surprised like security wasn't kind of 
having like a buffer zone. You know, she didn't stop or you know, she just wait, but they were asking her not to impeach at the same time, yelling how great he is and you know, all the and, and carrying their signs. And as I'm telling you the story, if I asked you to describe what those people look like, <laughs> they're exactly what you think those people look like. You know, it's uh-huh. like um but yeah, no, that was that was an interesting, uh interesting and, and you know there's no right way to handle that. She just kept walking. Well, you can't oh, engage. So she was just, okay, I thought there was more to the story. Well, like, you know, just but like, it was just, I, you know, it was a big thing that she was being chased down. And, it's and not, See, that's the thing. It's not a big thing. It, 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 the th- well, the scary thing is you, you you were just talking about the Joker and violence and where this happened. It just surprises me that, like, uh, a senator like this, that people could get, like, a group of people could, you know, run up in a cost like that. Um, uh, we had a congressperson get shot at her own. Thing. Right, right, again, you know, well, we've had a couple of Congress people get shot. Right. Unfortunately, you know, Steve Solis was you know only shot in the leg. Should have been a bad shot and got him in the head. That's you know, that's not a nice thing to say. It's not, but it's also <laughs> from the Butthole Surfers song um, Avalanche, which oh. is a great song. But anyways, but yeah, but well, he 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 gets out of the hospital and says, you know. We need more guns, you know, but yeah, but Gabby Gifford and stuff like that. Anyways, yeah, no, so so that 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 was it as far as that. I wanted to you know get into it without getting into the absolute awful part, but we would. Um, why not? Why not just you know dive dive right in? And um, I think we're is there both... a splash sound effect. On that? <laughs> is there? A, I don't no, think no, I don't is. think there's a water sound effect. There, there isn't. There's there's a there's that. That's not as close. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. Um, so I think we're on the same page. We don't agree with everything. Um, Geraldo Rivera, piece of shit, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay. He was, uh, uh, um, what's the right way to say this? Like touting Hannity that if, if, if Nixon had somebody like you, he wouldn't have been impeached. Like, like, that's the only thing. Again, so in the last, so, so Geraldo Rivera was praising Hannity for sa- and by saying he was building him up by saying, if there was somebody like Hannity on the air when Nixon was president, that Nixon would never have been impeached. Correct. They would have never had. To so if Walter, take Walter Cronkite out. Take well. Woodward and Bernstein and put in, um, you know, Hannity and. Um, with Laura Ingram, right? I mean, but no kidding. I mean, when when he said that, you're like, oh my god, he he's right. He's 100 percent right. The crimes that are being committed right now out in the open are so much worse than the Watergate break-in. Um, at least with the Watergate break-in, that was an American break-in to an American person. I mean, here he's defending, and he's 100 percent defending. Uh, which pretty much will go down as one of the worst weeks in American history as far as open traitor treason, like stomping of the Constitution. And I'm talking, of course, we talked last week about the whistleblower. And again, nobody nobody in the GOP is saying that the whistleblower is wrong, that this information is wrong. They've stopped saying it didn't happen because more and more stuff has come out, like the text messages between, you know, a right-hand person and, 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 and the administration and the ambassador over, you know, at the Ukraine at the time. It's hard to deny that the story didn't come out when the president of the United States wants to know who the whistleblower was. 
doesn't want to know, is demanding to know. Like, he's confusing that, that you know, in a court, you you get to face your accuser in a trial. Yep. But then again, he's mob bossing it, saying, you know, you know, the we used to have a different way of handling this. It, it, again, he loves WikiLeaks. You know, I love WikiLeaks and all that stuff. But when dirt comes out on him, he truly wants the person, and not the, not the whistleblower. He wants Adam Shift, Adam, like Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff, you know, tried for treason, and the penalty for treason in this country is death. He's he's calling for the death of Adam Schiff mm-hmm. openly, mm-hmm. and. Of course, he was not joking when he said, Russia, if you're listening, we, we've gone over that. And, oh, he's joking, he's joking. Then the Ukraine thing, oh, it never happened, it never happened. Then it obviously happened. And now, and it's kind of brilliant because I was listening to a couple people, an interesting take on the now asking China to investigate what he's doing. And investigate Biden. Investigate Biden. I'm sorry, I didn't say that. But he's normalizing it. He's he's absolutely making it. It's like how can it how can it be unconstitutional? How can it be treason? How can it be anything but the normal way of doing business? If I'm going on TV saying it, third time's the charm. You had Russia, you had the Ukraine. Now he's actively. And the scariest thing about all of this is there is no separation of the different powers of government. There is no separation the judicial, the executive. Um, legislative. legislative. I mean, the Department of Justice is 100% the Gestapo now. I mean, and, and I'm, I wish I was exaggerating. The fact that Barr isn't sending people around the world to investigate the investigators, he is going to Australia. He is going to all these countries. And what they're trying to do to this day, even though there's been sanctions, even though the sanctions voted in the Senate were like, 98 to 2 or 99 to 1 to put sanctions on the Russians, even though all 14 heads of the different homeland came out and said, it's the Russians, even though there was, I don't know, how many people did Mueller end up like charging, like Russian companies, Russian nationals, the troll farm, and all of this stuff. There are people in jail for colluding with the Russians on this, but Barr... Because Trump can't take that he's an illegal president. And so they have to now discredit the whole Russia thing. And even now, they're spending Joe's hard tax-paying dollars, because I don't pay taxes. But they're they're out there literally spending our tax money to go around the world and, and try to strong on other countries like Australia and stuff like that. And just saying, oh, it was the Ukraine who, who were helping Hillary – you know, I mean, but but like, again, he only needs one third of the public to be able to believe that it's not him. You know, all he has to do is mess up the waters. And now this week, I don't understand how how he's not arrested on the spot for it because it, it was it was made clear that there was no more loopholes about asking foreign countries to get into the election. And and one of the great clips that's gone around this week, and Mike Pence cannot get a free ride because in, in the vice president debate, he was asked about the Russians and he clearly is clearly, it's all over Twitter. People keep taking the 40 second clip of him saying it's 100% illegal for any country to help, to ask for the help. I mean, couldn't be more adamant about it. Now it turns out 
he was in the room, he was in the know with the Ukraine call and all this stuff. So, you know, the fantasy of them both being impeached and President Nancy Pelosi being sworn in and then recusing herself and naming Hillary's successor. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that is not my point. <laughs> That's not my fan fiction. Anyways, uh, I don't know. Neither do I. Were you talking? <laughs> I, I, was, I, I was rambling, talking, you know. Right. But but anyways, it was a... You know but, what I haven't had in a while? Big League Shoe. shoe. Uh, but it is true. The point of the story is Geraldo Rivera is right. Oh, Geraldo Rivera. I forgot we even started with him. <laughs> I might have look at my notes. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. Is it, are these mics plugged in or I just yell to you? <laughs> There's literally a cloud that he's yelling at right now. <laughs> Clown? Clown. Okay, just clown. want to make sure. No, that, yeah, yeah. You, know, you are the clown. I really am. Clown prince. Oh, well, you got some orange wedges. <laughs> <laughs> hey All right. We, we, we want to go to a defunct sponsor, or do you have a self-indulgent thing you've been planning on surprising me with all week? I have no plans whatsoever. Do you want to you improv something or toss something at me quick? Her, her. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 how, have you ever done a Don Adams versus Don Knotts, like, you know, uh, uh, a rap battle? No. <laughs> Could I you do a free-form rap <laughs> battle between Don Knotts and Don Adams? Uh and go. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I walk a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance to the speaker that booms. I'll poison your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it, you better gain weight, you better hit bullseye, or the kid won't play. If you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the beat while my DJ revolves it. Do 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 do. I don't know. Is that I, it? I I literally. This is the last podcast because you just Yay! touched the sun. You I, just touched the sun. I did it. I ended the podcast with Honestly, my talent. Uh, yes. And <laughs> who who had that on the Vegas board? Like who took that prop bet? Let me see. No one. It was never going to happen to one with the odds laid down in Vegas. I literally. I don't know why. The other day I was thinking because. A little while ago when we were talking, I, I conflated Don Knotts with Don Adams. And so what made me just say that? I don't know what scared me more, the fact that you could do it on, on the spot or that you know the words too. <laughs> I'm white. I'm 42. I'm American. I'm a dork. And you didn't know Under Pressure when that song came out, did you? Uh, barely. Okay. Okay. So, but, but... I'm impressed on so many levels. Like honestly, I I am. I, this this was more than well worth the hour drive over to see that in person. Like I only wish that this podcast was a uh, vlog or whatever like they call it because uh, it, it's it seems not right that the whole world doesn't get the the full view. Would you believe we have a defunct sponsor of the week? These Savemart TV audio and video centers are incredible. They deliver your merchandise in 10 minutes. Would you believe fast? Savemart has over a million locations. Would you believe 21 and growing? Savemart has been in business since 1492. Would you believe over 30 years? 
Don't tell me you're a double agent. I'm a double agent. I asked you not to tell me. Get the picture. All right, on to sport, or as everyone else knows it, Patriot Talk. Uh, not 100% Patriot Talk, but a uh, big week for the Patriots because they got two games. Yesterday, they destroyed, absolutely destroyed the Washington Redskins. Oh, I thought you were going to say Generals. Oh, you should have said the Generals because I hate saying, I mean, I'm not even going, we're not going down that road. I'm still, I wish I didn't even say that because I usually say the team from Washington, but then I'm like, but not the Seahawks, the other Washington, you know, the Washington that's not a state yeah. because they can't vote. I mean, they play like the Washington Generals. They should be the Washington Generals. <laughs> it was so bad. And it makes sense because Washington was a general. Yeah, they should be named. They really should. Yeah, why like, why not? Yeah, that should be their name, the Washington Generals. I, Let's do it. <laughs> Hashtag Washington Generals. They have the worst owner in football. Probably the worst owner of sport, but we won't go there. And uh, Jerry Jones is among the owners. Well, no, this guy, this for all Jerry Jones's fault, I mean, he bought three Super Bowls. At least he had. And as much the fact that the the fact that the Cowboys, I think, have won two playoff games in the last 20 years, they're still the most recognizable NFL team globally. They're, they're they are still the most lucrative sports franchise in all of the world. More than, you know. Real Madrid, you know, more than Manchester United, more than my beloved Patriots. Um, anyways, but but as far as that goes, the Patriots, a couple things. Brady is still on the wine fest, and I get it to some degree. I mean, he hasn't got over the fact that they had to get rid of it, you know, Antonio Brown. They don't have the best receiving core. So they went from a great receiving core at 42 and a contract year, putting up Manning game numbers to becoming a game manager because Julian Edelman's hurt. And Josh Gordon is just not – I mean, he hasn't played a full season in six years. And the scary thing is, like, when does he relapse? You know, mm-hmm. does he relapse? As Brady is famous for not throwing to rookie receivers. Um no, so so they are. They're regulated to going back to what they wore when they won the first three Super Bowls is uh, can you put – 22, 24 points on the board and let our defense win this game, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but they lost their their kicker. They, they they In the Bill Belichick era, they've only had two kickers. That's pretty amazing wow. in, tw- in over 20 years, you know. Uh, so they lost their kicker. They've lost three people on the offensive line. You lose hurt. And they played the Giants on Thursday. So... Yeah, well, like three days rest, essentially. Yeah. It's- the Thursday night games are brutal. Yeah. The worst, but you know they got to make. They're a struggling up and coming company. They got to. They got Yeah. You know they got to get out there and expose themselves, and they, they got to get eyeballs on the screen. And so and maybe maybe they'll turn a corner someday. I and, hope so. And, and, um, so I know you know. So Thursday, yeah, I'm still picking them to beat the Giants. Then they get a nice eleven days off, which means I get eleven days off. And I, I've told management, it's like, hey, Indigenous People Day is a week from today. We can go away next weekend because I don't have to be uh, – my schedule doesesn't have to revolve around a, a 6-0 and team getting ready to play the Jets again. So, uh, Great. But, yeah, so the, so so that, that – I mean, I didn't know if you wanted to jump in. I mean, the Bruins start this week, but like I've said, I hope they do well. I wish people like, you know, the, the Sully brothers, you know, enjoy it, but uh, – Yeah, well, how, when are you going to jump in? Playoffs? 
it, at least until after a couple weeks after the Patriots season, and even then, I, I can't. I'm just the wound is still so really. It's bad, I, they, dude. I mean, the Blues. They, no, 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 I know. No. Okay, whatever the fuck. They, they were a better team. They were a much better team. They and then they yeah. just laid an egg in Game Seven. Just absolutely the the best line in hockey didn't show up for the biggest game, the second biggest game. Well, they won Game Seven. So I'm just a whiny, whiny, you know, little bitch. But I will say, I saw on Twitter, Nesson, the team that covers the Bruins. You know how sometimes they'll you'll see a little um, I forget what they call it, like a spider. In the bottom corner. Like a bug, yeah. With a bug. Now, in-game, they had... Pop-up graphics and stuff? In in the middle of the game. Like, and not in the corners. It's like the lower third. No. Going right across the middle of the ice from, like, right to left. On the ice? Like, superimposed on the ice? Oh, wow. Superimposed during games, not... Like, you would see, like, the line, like, a first down marker on this field. You would see... See that. A graphic, like... Middle yeah. of your screen, going mm. all the way from right to left, like yeah. the, the following di- the different action. couple. In the, the the clip that I saw on Twitter, and people bitching about it, there's a play in the right hand corner, and this starts in the middle of the screen above everybody, but it just goes across the entire screen Oof. in the middle play, not during a whistle while they're skating to the faceoff circle. I mean, during the World Cup, they don't stop for commercials. Yeah. So you know what was interesting is like. I, I the last couple World Cups, they'll split screen it and they'll have a commercial playing. If you want to do something like that in between the whistles, put a fifteen second commercial because you have, I don't know, X number of whistles. You know, a dozen each period plus. You know, two dozen whistles or, or you know, let's say a dozen whistles and. You know, there's always maybe 15, 20 seconds. If you want to split screen and do it that, but in the middle of play, to have company logos. You know, going across the screen. I think, um, you know, it, it, how much more can you squeeze out of things? Well, the NHL is a struggling up and coming <laughs> company. They have to market as much as possible. Now we will move to video game. My question to you, and we've talked about it before. So it's it's really funny. My, my boys know who Tom Brady is and Julian Edelman. They can't name anybody on defense. Uh, just not a big sports household. But Ninja came up in conversation this week. Uh, my boys were telling me, or, or my oldest one, it's a really big deal that Ninja left Twitch, and I think he's going to Mixer. And I'm like, Grandpa says what? <laughs> you know, it's like I know the different. I know there are different platforms. I know our friend William um, is is on Mixer. Yeah, I don't know anything about Mixer. I, I guess it's the new Twitch. Twitch. A lot of people have gone to it. Mm-hmm. How big is Ninja? I think he's like the most recognizable gamer right now. What does that mean in far as like is he as big as maybe not Brady but or or, or but is it like a, a Patrick McCombs, you know, last year's MVP, he's only in his second year in the NFL is like is is Ninja bigger than this guy? Maybe. I mean that, I I guess it would, it would just mean it's all about platforms and changing platforms. I guess the only thing that can come to mind would be like when Howard Stern left radio and went to satellite radio, that was the catalyst for satellite radio to start building an audience. People followed Howard Stern to that new medium, and they paid for it. Where they weren't once were not paying for him, my, myself included, <laughs> started paying for this thing called satellite radio. Now they have merged with XM and Pandora and are like, you know, bigger than ever. So if Ninja has that kind of following, 
and that kind of loyalty and um, that kind of excitement where he could, you know, basically light up whatever medium he's attached to, then that's a big, huge, that's a huge thing for Mixer. But I, again, I, you're talking to the wrong guy. I'm, you know, I'm a spry young 42 that never heard of Mixer. It's interesting because, again, my my little one, the youngest one, he's watching. He, he watches a bunch of YouTube, and he lo- there's a couple of YouTube channels that he follows, and I think they're absolutely ridiculous. A lot of gamers, older gamers, and by older I mean they're now in their mid-20s who started getting these followings in their mid to late teens, and they segued from just being gamers to now being vloggers, and it's just – they post two or three 10, 15-minute videos, and it's the most mundane things in the world. You know, there's one guy, uh, Unspeakable, he puts, like, different things in his pool. Like, we'll put a trampoline in his pool and put a bouncy house in the middle of his living room and jump off the second floor thing and have his friends come over. And it's, like, it's low-key frat boy stuff, like 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 a frat boy show with a G rating. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's ridiculous. And then you think, oh, this video had 10 million likes. And then on the other hand, you'll see like Tom Brady, who <laughs> um, posted for the first time, and a lot of people were losing their shit over this, TikTok, which yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Is that just like the new Twitter? It's kind of like the new, I guess, Snapchat kind of thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, you put together, it's almost like what Vine used to be, I think, okay. where you make like small videos. And I think you put music to it or whatever, and it's for mobile devices. Um, but it's huge now in the younger people's demographic. Right. But so you take somebody like an icon, a, you know, one of the biggest people in sports, ladies, and you'll see him post something on Twitter or Instagram, and it gets 20, 30, 40,000 likes. But then you see these kids post something, and it's like 10 million likes. So that's the thing. It's like, how big is, how big is Ninja? Like, is he on the level of NFL people when it comes to recognition branding. I know he's got a couple national like commercials that aired in the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say so. I, it, I would think, well, the thing about YouTube is that a lot of that is traffic is driven by algorithms. It's a lot of his mathematics and it's, it, it, it's nerdy stuff that most people don't understand how they get the traffic. That they're even the creators don't understand how the algorithms work. Nobody really does, except for the people who design it. So that in and of itself skews the likes. Because if you're, you're comparing YouTube to, say, like Twitch or TikTok or whatever, like I don't know how their algorithms compare to YouTube's. You know, that's Google. That's like the biggest computer system wow. in the world that we're talking about. So for and then for yeah for Tom Brady, even though he's big in the football world. Most people who watch football don't give a fuck about social media, don't give a fuck about, you know, little videos, little side shit. You know, that's like incidental to them. And vice versa, people who are into those quirky videos don't necessarily care if Tom Brady's doing that same content. It's like, no, you play football. I like you on football. I like this guy making the videos, you know? You keep you stay in your lane, Brady. <laughs> but I, I was I was just like, how big is he compared to like TV stars and rock stars? Because some of these guys are bigger than. Uh, I mean, it, if, if a network show that's top twenty, I mean, how many eyeballs are going to be on like the premiere of season three of The Orville this year? I mean, how many people will tune in to, to watch something like that? I don't know. It's going to be on Hulu. 
Oh, really? It moved from Fox to Hulu? Yeah. Right. I, said, I think that's what happened, yeah. I think I should follow those things knowing somebody on the show at all. <laughs> but, no, but it was just, a, anyways, I, that was just another old man grandpa thought. Now, what have you done video game-wise this week? Hmm. I think I've just been playing a couple of old things on my Switch. I had a... The only your, your, your Switch? Yeah, it's mine. Mm-hmm. I, pay, I, I bought that <laughs> fucking thing. It's mine. You know? I peed on it when I first got it to mark my territory. Kids have to learn somehow. But video game related and Switch related, I had to send my left Joy-Con for the Switch, the left controller, to Nintendo for repairs because it started to drift. Oh. Started the old left Joy-Con drift, that analog stick. Yep. It's it. It doesn't stay centered and it just sort of drags over you, to you the left. Run out to the store and spend eighty bucks. bucks. No, because they'll do it for free. Oh. Yeah. So you just put in a form online. They send you a shipping label, you pack it, you ship it to Nintendo via UPS, and then a couple of weeks later or whatever, they either send you a new one or a repaired one. What do, what do you think they do? Yeah, does he think somebody actually goes in and repairs them? Or they just... might. I mean, it depends on supply and demand, I guess. You know, like they can't necessarily... I don't think they have a like a Indiana Jones warehouse full of left Joy-Cons that they're just going to throw at people. Yeah, you, you left Joy-Cons broken, we'll take your old one and toss that in the landfill and give you a new one. I think they'll try to repair it, but who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. So right now I have just the, uh, just the what do you call it, the, uh, the Switch Pro controller, the wireless controller that you use when it's in dock mode, which is great because I, you know, I don't necessarily use it in handheld mode, but that also means that it's hooked up to the TV in the living room that's usually populated with HGTV and Bones episodes. And um, But luckily, the wife is not um, at home a lot this week because she's working uh, late at work, or so she tells me. <laughs> so I'm... Anyway, so I'm playing some old school video games. I don't think I've... And I haven't bought anything. I talked. I talked about the goose game last week. That's you funny. did. <laughs> you know, it's 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 funny. It's a funny. Hundred percent it. Uh, almost. I didn't go back into the time trial, so I haven't touched it since I've quote unquote beaten it. But it, it was a it was a fine diversion from the the dumpster fire that we live in nowadays. <laughs> so um, speaking of fun diversions, and speaking of dumpster fires, Jacques going to go over to my video game wall. Yeah. Right. He's all he's all discombobulated because we broke, well, we broke my old table that used to house the podcasting tools that we sit in sit at each week and have sat at for the last two years. Finally, gave way. You know, you dig something out of the trash, you think it would last longer. That's America for you. So it broke. <laughs> Finally, the balsa the balsa wood gave way, and uh, somebody blew on it wrong. <laughs> And it broke, so I had to, you know, hunker. I had to go down to BJ's and buy um, one of those folding tables, those six foot folding plastic tables. And so now we have the we have the big table in here now. <laughs> we do. Yeah. So now Jacques' back is to where our, my my TVs are, and I'm facing the TVs. And the video game wall is to my right and Jacques' left. And so Jacques, uh, in all that. Rambling, went off and pulled a game off my video game shelf, and I'm a little bit closer now. I can see a little bit more, and it's an, I think it's an R game. It's not Russian Attack. It's, is it, hmm, man, I cannot see. Is it Road Warriors? Did you pull off, like, I don't know. Is, is there, is it, is it? Starts with a T. 
Oh, it's a tea game. Wow, I am blind as a fucking bat. It's a tea game. Uh, is it Tecmo Baseball? Because it I can is. see the label. Oh, you <laughs> Cheaters never win, Joe. Winners never cheat. Tecmo Baseball. I'm sure it's a fine game. <laughs> never? I don't think I... Maybe once years ago, but it's... I mean, it's tech. You know, Tecmo is the game... Is the game maker who made the classic Tecmo yeah, Bowl. Right. Uh, Tecmo Baseball, I'm sure, is okay, but uh, I don't think it's not licensed by the MLB. So you know, you're playing the, you know, the the Tokyo uh, Swans or something. Uh, let's see what the professionals have to say about Tecmo Baseball. I'm speaking, of course, about Pat Contry and his book, Ultimate Nintendo, the right, yeah, the guide to the NES library. Three stars, yeah. See, fine game. Uh, came out January 1989, so this is a 30-year-old game. Uh, Wade Boggs, I'm sure, is somehow in the lineup. Uh, this baseball title features 14 teams, all based upon real MLB teams, but with alternate player names. Okay. Uh, an all-star game option and a very short season in playoff mode via a password save option. That's neat. Pitching and batting takes place from behind the picture, pitcher via third-person perspective. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of like how you see it on TV, which shows off some nice graphics slash animation and allows for some very good control when pitching and batting. And, uh, yeah, so three stars. It's, it, it does kind of look like a poor man's bases loaded. I'm sorry. Bases loaded is always the go-to baseball game for me. I'm mean, that and baseball stars. Are the- Who was bases loaded? That was ColecoVision? Jalico. No, Bases Loaded was for the NES. Okay. Yeah, that was like our friend Jim and I would play Bases Loaded all the time. Uh, that also had talking. It was like, strike. Oh, and nice. Ball. And then like every once in a while, if you, I guess, struck out a guy while looking, he would go, you bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Techno Bowl, that, that, my favorite thing. It, it's not my favorite thing. No, it's not. I retract that. But when they do the Super Bowl recap, and you sent me that of the Atlanta, I, I literally had anxiety watching the Techno Bowl of that because um, I'm fucked in the head. More importantly, so you already talked about what you're watching with with Batman. What else? Anything else you guys are watching? You binge watching anything with the missus? No, she's been away all week, for the most part. So what? What in God's green earth am I watching? I watch, I rewatch Spider Man Two. Um. It, there's a lot of broken glass, a lot of breaking glass, and a lot of screaming women, and some gratuitous like boob shots, like women running up towards the camera in belly shirts, kind of thing, you know. That's how the early nineties were, man. Two thousand four. That's what I meant. That's how the early two thousand four <laughs> were, man. A lot of, it, it, you know, when I when it first came out, I regarded it as sort of like a. And a lot of critics could regard it as one of the best superhero movies of of its era. I would regard it as probably the third, you know, behind Iron Man and Dark Knight or Dark Knight and Iron Man. I, I probably have it like fifth or yeah. sixth, but that's only because it's no probably fifth. Yeah, you know, the three Batman movie, Iron Man, and then yeah, and then that. And if two thousand no two thousand eleven was Iron Man two. Yeah. So what are you going to watch this? Week any any plans anything coming out? I don't know. The season starts like all the new shows are back now. Yeah, see, I don't watch like new TV. No. Like I, 
you know, I would probably be, I'm a dope. Like, I kind of stumble upon TV now. Like, I'll watch, if like a Goldbergs episode, like, catches my eye, I'll watch that maybe. But, yeah, a lot of times I'm just sort of like bouncing around town to town, up and down the dial, man. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, you know what I, mean? I have been watching? Thanks for reminding me somehow. Uh, HBO has a series out that was created by Danny McBride. Do you know Danny McBride? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he, he did the Kenny Powers TV show, Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down, yeah. Yeah. Um, he has a new series on HBO called The Righteous Gemstones, where he is part of a evangelical Christian ministry that has a kind of like a mini mega church thing going on in, I think, Georgia. But John Goodman is their father. And Adam Devine from Workaholics is his brother, and there's a woman who's I forget her name, but she's like she's like the the forgotten sister who's always like trying to. They're always like they're so the three siblings that just like are always constantly like at war with each other, or fucking around. Like Adam Devine's kind of like the young fuck up, and Danny McBride's like the he he has like his own you know wife and kids that are also part of the ministry. And he's like, he's basically like playing Danny McBride. Like everything that you've seen Danny McBride in, like that overconfident, you know, kind of trash talking, swearing guy, is him in this. Like the 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 the, the plot line is that he uh, is sent a video by an anonymous person who uh, the, the, somebody accident somebody not accidentally somebody secretly videotaped him and his buddies down in Atlanta getting, like, you know, blowjobs or something from, like, a, you know, hookers and them doing coke, and they were going to extort them. And, uh, enough about the Robert Crash shit. <laughs> <laughs> Time to move on. So, yeah, The Righteous Gemstones is a funny show that I'm, like, four episodes in on, and I think there are maybe six or seven out already, but I'm catching up. But, I mean, John Goodman's great. It's the same kind of production value as, like, Vice Principals or Each Bound and Down, like those old Danny, those other previous Danny McBride shows. And, um... And it's uh, it's and they also have like the 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 John Goodman's wife had passed on a couple of years ago, and he'll like every now and then like watch old videotapes of himself from like the '80s, like him and his wife doing like their televised ministry. And it's so great how like they either de-aged him or put a lot of makeup on him to make him look younger, but they make it look like the late '80s, early '90s. Like it's they 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 get the tone. Um, they even have like a song that that they that it, they had done that's you would find not out of place on like hee haw you know like <laughs> like a nice like a country song but it's god oriented but it's a little it's called misbehaving but it has like that 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 country cadence that could basically be applied to ninety percent of country music shit that came out in that that era but that's a funny show that I'm watching that nobody cares about but you should. But you don't have HBO because you're not a fool who pays twenty bucks a month for it. So wow, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, that, seriously, like people were paying twenty bucks a month for HBO for decades. Pre, like, that's for one channel or one like package of channels. Now you're paying twelve bucks a month or for whatever for Netflix. You know, and it's got like tons of movies a and TV shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of yeah, it's it's. It's weird, but you know what? It's worth it. I don't know. I, it's buried in my cost. Hey, if you're happy, and I know it, then you know it. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, my hey, my gas, my fucking heating bill is like two hundred bucks a month, dude. It's like, and 
um, my cable bill is slightly less than that. Right. So what the fuck? Um, if you had to give up one, <laughs> throw in a blanket and watch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to sit by TV's warm, glowing, glowing, warm, and glow. No. What are you watching? So, so I get the phone call from management the other day. I have to cancel everything on my card on Apple TV. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what, what? I just got this $79 charge. I don't know what it is. It's like... $79 charge. So I looked at my email. It's like, oh, the DCU app <laughs> annual renewal thing. That I can't believe it's been a year since the DCU app. Almost well, a year now. Almost a year. Hey, we're ready to get going. <laughs> uh, but I was watching. I, I, I wasn't watching, but I'm like, I've been kind of putting off. I just literally, there, there was time. <laughs> uh, but But there wasn't time. But I'm like, oh, fuck, I never finished Doom Patrol and season two of Titans, you know, came out. So management, you know, had a couple late nights at work and I'm like, OK, but they don't put them all out at once. It's like one one a week. Um, so I, I just jumped on the other day and I watched the first five and just as I'm done with the fifth one, the sixth one dropped. So what I've been watching is season two Titans and it is awesome. It is really they toned it down a little. Like last season, I wouldn't let the boys who are 12 and 9 watch it. But this year, I, I would. You know, it's not. And I, and I think, I don't I don't know if backlash is the right word, but I think DC thought, you know, not everything has to be. Fuck you. This isn't for kids. Yeah. Right. And my boys who've never seen Deadpool or, you know, want to see Deadpool. And we do have the PG version of the last Deadpool, but I haven't watched it with him yet. But now they're mad because the Joker's rated R, and they're afraid that Birds of Prey will be rated R, and all these other things. And it's like we let them watch some stuff, but like I said, the first couple episodes of Titan, and the first season was a little more gratuitous. But the first couple ones, they came out dark and violent, like over the top violent. Mm. Oh, sorry. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I, no, I was doing the audience a favor for a while. Your microphone was slightly askew, but we were it's somehow at the same level of my voice now. <laughs> so, wow. Like, literally, I can't. Anyways, so that's what I'm watching. I'm watching that, and I'm finishing season one of Doom Patrol, which is really, it's interesting. I like it, and I could see why somebody would absolutely love it, and I would see why somebody would be like, yeah, it's too much. You know, like the fourth wall stuff, like the bad guy narrates the entire season. Oh. You know, and, and in real time, like, you know, um, again, like, kind of like a dead. As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. My father put me on a hook once. <laughs> once. So that's what that that is what I'm watching. I'm 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 caught up on Titans and for seventy nine dollars. Well, so if you prorate it out, it comes out uh um, it's eighty bucks a month to divide that by twelve. Jacques, I don't have the time. <laughs> I just don't have the time. But but the thing the only reason I because you pointed out we have Amazon Prime, well, well worth it because of all the things. Netflix, it's almost stealing how much you know it gets watched. But then again, we don't have YouTube Red, but the boys watch all their stuff on YouTube. So it's not you called know. YouTube Premium. That's how old you are. It's it, now, yeah, it, it's YouTube Premium. And you know what? I, curse, curse YouTube for putting out the 
Cobra Kai episodes for free during football season because I really wanted you to watch oh, Cobra Kai for free. I completely forgot. Yeah, you know. Um, one final thing about Cobra Kai that I want to mention: there's a guy in there who you've seen. Have you, have you seen I Tonya? No. Okay. Do you have you seen the previews? For I want it? yes. So the guy who played Jeff Galuli, like the big fat guy, he's also in Cobra Kai as a guy named Stingray, who was like who joins the Cobra Kai group, but like they're all teenagers and stuff, but like he's like this, you know, kind of dopey looking guy. He's also in Black Klansman as like a KKK member. Um he's also now going to star in the our uh, Richard Jewell movie. Do you remember Richard Jewell? Yeah, yeah. So but, Clint Eastwood is, is has directed a movie based on Richard Jewell's experience with the you know in his infamy with the Atlanta uh, Olympic bombing in '96 and how he was wrongfully accused. He actually helped people get out of the way of the bomb, right. like discovering the bomb, and he was exonerated publicly, but not for being having his name dragged through the mud by a couple of uh, media outlets that were up to no good. Started making trouble in his neighborhood. He got <laughs> in one, one little, little bombing <laughs> incident. Anyways, but uh, this guy's name is Paul. Oh God, uh, Paul something Hauser. What an asshole! Why would I bring up a guy that it, he he's like the next thing? Like he's he's a really like either he's going to be typecast as this sort of slow drawl talking guy who's kind of dim witted and heavy set, you know. Uh, or, but he's just awesome. He plays it perfectly, and he's in Cobra Kai. He was in I, Tanya. He's in this new movie that I actually am, I kind of want to see for free somehow <laughs> later when it comes out in December. I probably won't go see in the movie theaters, but uh, i got to look up this guy's name. Hold on a second. Oh, I don't have my phone. Do I have my phone on me? Maybe I don't. Uh, look up uh, the Richard Jewell movie. Look at me without my phone. Oh, my God. What is this, 1994? <laughs> Where am I? It kind of is. If you look around my basement, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell what fucking year it is. Uh, yeah, the Richard Jewell movie. Uh, Paul. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, what? Richard Jewell movie. Yeah, what? Where is it? Yeah, search. Cast. Sorry, folks. Um, yeah, seriously. Oh, oh, Paul Walter Hauser. Paul Walter Hauser. All right, this guy. Another one of those three-name guys? Yeah, like, see his face there? Oh, right, right. That yeah. guy. So, yeah. Looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Leading man. Yeah, exactly. But he's, he was, I don't know, I, I, I'm, I saw the trailer for the movie that they just put out this week, and um, I think he's going to be a really big star. So look out, look out for Paul Walter Hauser in the Richard Jewell movie called Richard Jewell in December. Coming to a theater near you. One more over. Oh, yeah, one more final thing about movies. Yeah, we were talking about the Joker. I mentioned this to you prior to us recording, but I wanted to mention it to our podcast listening friends that if you search on Twitter, there was a guy who posted the trailer to Joker, but completely overdubbed with the theme from Arthur, <laughs> and because. Joker's name in the movie is Arthur, and it takes place in New York. It's eerie in the seventies. It's eerie how well it lines up. Like even just the pacing, like when the chorus kicks in, it cuts to like a new tone in uh, in the in the um, trailer. 
It's uh, it's it's funny. I think it's I think you'll get a kick out of it. And of course, you won't watch it until after you've seen Joker next week, which I'll see. Yeah, yeah, but it's so good. And yeah, Birds of Prey had their trailer. I looked at that. Looks fine. DC puts out really good trailers <laughs> and fine movies, Joe. They're great. Suicide. Fine Squad. movies on many sides. <laughs> I mean, not everything can be Infinity War and Endgame. Why not? I would never leave the house. <laughs> I barely leave. No, you'd the always houses. leave the house to go see it, and then you and then I own it. Yeah, you and then I never leave the house right. once I own it because I can't stop watching it. Parenting tip: You got one? Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, don't smoke crack in front of your kids. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. You know what, if you're going to... Because they're going to want some and, and you don't want to share? Exactly. Okay. You know, let these kids learn how to the value of a dollar. You know, go out there, earn a job, regret getting that job, loathe your life, turn to crack for solace. <laughs> but do it on your own dime, Exactly, right. You know, get your own circle of friends. This is my time. Are, are dealers really friends? They can be. They, <laughs> you know, they can become <laughs> lifelong partners. Uh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you're scaring me. <laughs> uh, so our little guy decided he wants to learn to make his own breakfast other than cereal. So his mom, you know, was helping to make eggs the other day. And then he tried himself the next day and, and came came close. You know, it's like, and you want to be supportive, except it's a gas stove. So how, how supportive you want to be. But no, I'm all for it. It's bonding time, it's good family time, and it will free up my fucking mornings if he gets his shit together and can trustfully make his own eggs. And it's like, you know, goddammit, he's nine. I don't know when a little fucker hasn't been making his own breakfast for like three, four years by now. But uh, Yeah, you know, feed a kid a fish. Right. He'll not want to eat it because it's fish. <laughs> Thank you. Th- and Teach it, it a might kid be to- Friday and he could be Catholic, but he's not. Anyways. Yeah. But teach a kid to make crunchy eggs. And he'll eat for a <laughs> Oh, um, that brings us to Megamind because mm-hmm. he liked crunchy eggs. That was one of his favorite oh, really? meals. So now, see, see, you, see how ingrained Megamind is in your world. No, in just... your world that you're infusing into my world that I'm. I, I, had, I had to get an inoculation against <laughs> so that I don't get infected with the same disease. Uh, so, do you know what a uh, you know what Namaste means? Uh, I think it means like. Peace or relaxation or yeah. or uh, sucker. I forget what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends on how, who's saying it. There's 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 sometimes when uh when when Dan writes a song and I like it, but it makes me look things up. You know? What it's does like, Namaste mean? I, I'm not 100 percent sure. But oh, yeah, I thought no, it made you look. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. It's, it's like that's it means you look. But that's a song we're end up. But uh, I but, think it means Google it. Like yes, <laughs> yes. In in Japanese, you know, you know, I gotta keep meaning to ask Biff what Bukaki means. Um, <laughs> anyways, we, uh, I think we'll have a podcast next week because I don't know if I'll be in Saudi Arabia or not. But if I'm not, we'll do one. Yeah. And if I am there, uh, it was nice knowing you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully, I come back. Um, yeah, don't wear your journalist costume. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, uh, uh, or my Hillary shirt. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, Anyways, that's it for me. Over. So what about Namaste? Oh, that's the song we're going to play. It's dance and it's great and I like it, but I had to look it up. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you for coming over. over. Hopefully you uh, you like the new table. I did it. It's it, for my game off a little, but you know, I, you, you, when you think of me, you think there's somebody who likes change, <laughs> <laughs> who adapts well to new, new things. New things, new surroundings, right. 
Yep. I get not, it. Not completely set in his ways at 50. No, you are not. You are, you are very malleable, as they say. No, you're not. Um, all right, so that's, uh, that's the end of this thing. And on that note, do I do I do it like a Don Adams uh, yeah. outro? Yeah. What's the? Uh, I don't know. I have. Would you believe? <laughs> yeah. Would you believe I can't do a Don Adams impersonation? I beg to differ. I think it sounds pretty good. You don't sound so bad yourself. You? What? Are we in the cone of silence? <laughs> All right then. Whatever. Man, I'm sick and tired of my own voice. Don't forget. Yeah.